Hey y'all, welcome to this open exploration of everything LGBTQIA. It's your host, Shonda D, and your girl, Neck and Nikki Baby. And we will be exploring topics from all perspectives, asking the hard hitting questions that everyone wants answers to, and saying the things that brown liquor makes slip from the tongue. No host barred. And you know how we be out here having them slipping from the tongue, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Our goal is to start a conversation about the things that go on in our community. So sit back, take, take a, a sip, sip, and, and enjoy, enjoy this episode. episode. Brown look at y'all. One, that, What's up, y'all? It is your girl, Shonda D, and... Babe, don't start this. Don't start this. Please don't start this. I don't know why you won't introduce me. I don't know why you just won't say your own name. Miss Nikki Flares! She's in the house with her sister, Monique Flares. What's up, y'all? Yeah, I'm in the building all the way from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, North See, that was a new introduction. No, you gotta say your, you still gotta say your name. She just said Nikki. No, Flowers. you still have to say your name. All right, y'all. Naked Nikki is in the building oh with my, my God, titties. Are you naked? No, my titties is up because we got company. Yes. Oh, that's God. the only reason why her titties is up. Otherwise, oh, up she would be sitting here with her titties out. Oh, okay. Lord, okay. And I got I got 46 year old titties. Yeah. But this is brown liquor, sis, so you're going to have to loosen up. That's why I said she need a shine. I am. Uh, 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 You already busted in. We was going to cue you in like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It's on you. (laughs) No, you you done already busted in. So now we got got big sis. She flew all the way out from Pittsburgh, PA to come chill with her little sister. She needed a break because her dude was driving her crazy, but we're here. Why not? What, what? Okay, she's queuing up something else. Go ahead, keep talking. But anywho, I'm taking her boxing tomorrow. We're going to be boxing. no, but you're going to hit the bag. I got some boxing gloves for you and everything. Right. Okay. Yep, we're going to put them on. We're going to wrap your hands so we can take some pictures. Then you're going to throw them up like you Rocky Balboa. Like, yeah, I'm fighting for the rest of my life out here. We out here we fighting for streets. the rest of your life. Fighting, yeah, we fighting to stay alive out yeah. here. Okay. We fighting to get we ahead. Yeah, it's Black History Month. Shit, oh. we, we fighting just to All get home life. through traffic. All my life. I oh. had to fight. Yeah. Oh, my life. Yeah. Y'all is really doing mm-hmm. Okay, y'all. So, All right. we are back with another episode of Brown Liquor. I'm sorry that we missed last week, but we'll get into why we missed last week. It was Fault. It was not my fault. It was definitely Shonda um, D's fault. Hmm. It was not my fault. I said, let's do the podcast. You came in and turned all the lights off. Your fault. Because your energy was not right. My energy was good. Your energy was not right. All right, it might not be. Exactly. A little bit. Yeah, you was trying to be petty. No. You you was trying, you was to, trying to wait until we got on the podcast to be petty. No, I was not. Yes, you did. No, you I already wasn't. said it. No, I wasn't. You said that you had intentions on bringing up some Stuff no, I didn't. No, yes, I did. did. I did not. You said you wanted to say that. Show shit. me some receipts. That's what you said. Show me some receipts. Anyway, I said we're gonna talk shit and we're gonna do this podcast. But then after that, I'm not fucking with you. I'm taking a break from you. 
and I was going to come in the living room. And then all of a sudden you was like, no, she's not going in the living room without me. That shut off all the lights and came in the room with me and we watched TV and had fast talk. And that was it. She has anxiety issues when I say I don't want to be around her and I don't want us to be. She don't want us to be apart. <laughs> Too much talking. You're lying. <laughs> Anyways, that's, the, that's the sum up, though, y'all. That's really what happened. Anyways, y'all, we are back with this week's episode Hold up, though. Let me of say this too. We have a special guest, Monique Mo Diggy. Woo woo! Keep it pushing. She got her shirt on. <laughs> Big sis, sis in law. So we gonna get into some stuff with her a little bit later. But before we get into that, let me go ahead and get into this drink of the week. This week's drink of the week is going to be named after Babe's favorite artist. Moneybag Yo. It's going to be named the what? Waukesha. Yes. Thank you. All right. So the drink is, let's see. Y'all know Waukesha is purple. Waukesha is purple because it got that lean in it. Yeah. We do got a little bit of lean out there, but I'm just letting y'all know it's prescription only. So oh. if you do got some, better keep it to yourself. Don't All right. tell nobody else but God. So this drink is two ounces of tequila, uh, one half ounce of lime juice, and one ounce of limonade, not lemonade, limonade. Stir it all up. Of course, as per usual with the drinks around here, they added the edible glitter, but that is optional. We don't want to do that because, babe, mm-hmm. what you said it looked like? I don't know. You said it looks like cancer. It does. That's what you said. So that is optional. You don't have to add the edible glitter. And as always, we have to give our disclaimer. Do not drink and drive. Drink while you are home. Drink while you are safe. Drink with people that you know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. And, um... Put some 1942 on it. It's a little bit expensive, but it's tax time out of this bitch. Or make some reposado. But it has to be brown lick her. So, we're going to get into the reason why we were absent last week. First, before, I got receipts. before we get into uh, this interview with your sister. So, last week, we had a little bit of a disagreement I'm a, can I can I just chime in and put in because you want to? All right. I can feel you. Itching. All right. First of all, I feel like there's a lack of sex that's going on right now. Exactly. Yeah, and I feel fair. like yeah, I'm just putting it out there. But and and I feel like that's where a lot of the energy is stemming from because we ain't here. You know what I'm saying? We're not doing boxing class no more. Did you hear my socks sliding on the floor, y'all? For real. So we got a whole bunch of extra shit that's going on in here. Plus, we two girls, well, two women. I mean, women, women. And I'm a little bit on the season side. Bitch is 46. Uh, uh, you can't be laying down going to sleep. <laughs> uh, she's not She's not good for us. She's supposed to be here for the storytelling. But anywho, babe, what was that? You, it's a lack of sex is what you said. All right. All right. Out your mouth. There's a, there's when a you can't say that out your mouth. But it's. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? We, we didn't get... That week it was a little dry. You know what I'm saying? Didn't it? Our, our our cycles was coming on, and that's what it is. When our cycles sync up, it's crazy in here. She need I need Prozac. What you need? You got the generic Prozac, and it was just crazy. She said that she was going to punch me in the face, y'all. I did not say I was going to punch you in the you face. Said you said, come here, I'll put you in the headlock. You said something. I did not you say that. Me. No, I did not. You, you threatened me. Anyways, 
we did have a disagreement about something petty like wiping down the sink after <laughs> I brush my teeth or whatever my morning routine is. And babe would just not let it go. And it festered and festered and festered. It was one of those things that like she didn't tell me when it was still a small issue and so as she continued to hold it in it became a bigger issue and a bigger issue and a bigger something. issue and then it blew up into something way bigger than what it was so um that's mainly where the argument stemmed from it caused so much tension in the household that like we weren't feeling each other and we weren't friends. And then we had company over the weekend. Our friends, Brandy and Keisha came and hung out with us and, then and the they got to in. see an ugly side of us, a very ugly side of us because we were drinking, we were hanging out, we were all having fun and honey, we started playing one of our relationship card games and we flipped one card over and all hell broke loose. and literally all hell broke loose <laughs> so shout out to them brandy and keisha we love y'all thank you for being our mediators thank you for coming back the next day and hanging out with us thank you for not judging us thank you for yeah, just letting yeah, us be ourselves and you know like really like i said mediating the argument and just you know what i'm saying like getting in between us because it was getting heated in here i feel like it really wouldn't have went that far if they weren't here i feel like the alcohol played a very big part in it and just because we didn't have a conversation about it we both was just fed up with it and it just went a little bit to the extreme i feel like it probably it, it may have went over the top like that but it was though it was very theatrical on both parts because i was looking at you like really and i don't know it was it was crazy but it was it was way too much and we don't never act like that yeah. i think that's the first time and we ever act like that, that and was i was so shocked and i was so embarrassed at the end of the day like god damn it i need to stop drinking this tequila but guess what i'm sipping on right now y'all shameful tea to say. motherfucking tequila right <laughs> On that wall, wall, Keisha. <laughs> we just left Green Lemon. Uh, I'm off today. And of course, we have Big Sis in the building. So we're going to get into a conversation with her a little bit later. But do you have anything else for the w weekly roundup before we get out of here? The football games? Weekly? No, nah, just the weekly roundup. Uh, people who work, you know, in call centers and, you know, you work for someone else and you have to go into a physical building clean up after your motherfucking self and i say that if you can really see my face right now you'll be like damn nikki meant that say it louder for the people for the real back. clean up behind yourself if you pee on the toilet seat because you don't want to sit on it wipe it off and just you know throw it in the toilet and flush it don't leave the fucking pee all around the toilet. If you wash your hands, when you're done drying your hands, just wipe the sink off so the next person that come behind you ain't sitting there like, oh, it's just nasty. If you have a break room, don't wash your dishes and just leave them on the sink like it's your fucking house. Please don't do these things. If you work in a office setting, 
please don't throw your gum straight into the trash can. If you have a little piece of paper or maybe a napkin, toss it in there and then toss it in the uh in the trash can. That way, you know, we can save the, the garbage bags. We may be able to save somebody something, recycle. Yeah. All right, sisters laying down. We getting ready to cut the break because <laughs> she old as hell. We got to get her story in here. We're going to touch back on one of our older episodes. Uh, we was asking some questions about how family members felt when you came out. Mm-hmm. My sister's going to be here. She's going to tell her little side of the story that actually shocked me. And it made me look at my sister a little different. Like, God damn it. I never, you know, asked these type of questions you know like i just sprung it on my family like yeah this is what it was i was going to do and you know they felt a certain type of way and I, and i never asked so when she told me it just opened up a whole new door and it brought about a lot of questions that we spoke we have spoken about and what we're going to speak on today did i say that right mm-hmm. all right so now it's too much talking for me is we going to break <laughs> yes yeah, so we could go to break now so We'll be back after this commercial break, but before we go to break, y'all already know, make sure you follow us on all of our social media uh, platforms. Brown Liquor on Everything, Brown Liquor Lesbian Conversations is our Facebook group, Brown Liquor on TikTok, and Brown Liquor on Instagram. If you want to follow me, Shonda D, you can follow me at Miss Davis to you on Instagram. And my real name is Rashonda Davis. And I ain't going to tell you how to spell it. You got to figure that part out. But you can find me on all of the platforms. Tell them yours, man. I'm not saying shit. You can follow Naked Nikki at <laughs> uh, the emotional. Connect. What is it? But I'm about to change it. That's why I said, don't give out my Instagram. Oh, handle. Okay. My Instagram is lame anyway. Like, I'm never on there. You are never on there. Yeah. I'll be tagging you. You, you got to hit me up on it. Facebook. Facebook is Nikki Flowers, N I K K I Flowers. But if you want to really hang out and see what the hell I'm doing, because my, my personal page is all about business. We keep a positive, I like a positive flow, positive vibe. You're not going to see me get ratchet. You're not going to hear the shit that I say on here on my personal page. So you might as well just go to Brown Liquor Lesbian Conversations if you want to holler at me on Facebook. I have several um, different pages though, Emotional Fiction Publishing, um, Surely Spotless Commercial Cleaning, The Writing Lab, everything that I'm doing on there is business-like. But like I said, if you catch me in one of them groups, you will see me on some raw shit. All right. And with that being said, we'll be right back. Right, right back. With our special guest, Right, right back. She ain't that special. She over and bought the piece of plate. You got to get her on there right now. Because what? I'm telling you, it's 830, 9 o'clock. She's going to be snoring like, get the hell out of my, um, my space. All right. So we'll be right back after this commercial break with our special guest, y'all. Stay tuned and make sure you come back. Grab your drinks. And like I said, drink safely, y'all. We'll be back. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Shonda D, and the Brown Liquor Travel Lounge is here, specializing in cruises and international travel. So get your passports ready and pack your bags, because baby, Brown Liquor Travel Lounge has the perfect travel packages for you. If you are looking to travel overseas and don't know where to start, hit us up with the dates in mind, your final destination, and an ideal budget, and let us handle the rest. Send us an email to brownliquor at gmail.com to get started today. All right, y'all, we are back from our commercial break, and we have our special guest, Mo Diggy. Say what's up, Mo. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, 
Big sis, sis-in-law, Monique Flowers, Mo Diggy, all the things. So we gonna get into some things with her. Baby's gonna have a discussion with her about her coming out journey. My coming out journey was my coming out journey, but as we had conversate previous conversations on our podcast, uh, I never asked my family for real, for real how they felt about it. I mean, I, I heard different opinions and how they felt at that time. I feel like a, when everything was happening, you know, like shit, since I was pregnant, I almost gave mom a heart attack. Yeah, no. Yeah, so it was, there was just a lot of things that was going on. But we weren't, like, I was young, you was young, our kids was young, and there was, like, there was a lot going on. But I'll say, what, 30 years later, because when did you have your luncheon? Mm-hmm. How long was that luncheon? Remember you had the luncheon and you invited me over? Oh, yeah. So that was about four years ago. Four? Mm-hmm. You don't Cause, think it was? Because it was, because I've been uh, living there for five. Okay. All right. So four years ago. I think mommy was still living too. She was. Okay. All right. So that was like right around. Mm-hmm. Boom. Um. So my sister has this luncheon. This is. Like what, thirty five years? I was what, thirty five years old? No, five years ago. I don't know how old you. No, I'm forty six. Oh, well, then you was what, forty? I feel like. I, I feel like I was might have been a little in my thirties. You'll be forty six this year. You're forty five. You'll be forty six this so year. I'm always at. So I was. I was about thirty nine, forty. Yeah, about to be All right. So my sister has this luncheon. It's like. 39 years later, I'm going to just add all my shit on in. My sister was, we was just having a conversation and she just went in and just started talking and had me in there damn near in tears. You didn't act like you was going to be in tears. No, like I had to suck it up. We, you know, we had company. You had company. We was all having a conversation. I yeah. kind of forget what the conversation was about. Right. But, uh, what, about six of us and we was just, uh, just all sitting around talking about, I guess this regular issues and everything and, yeah uh, and then you start talking what what did you start talking about the how did we bring that i don't know that? how i don't know how it came up sis i just remember you know what i'm saying we ended up getting on our on our level there was a lot of stuff that was said yeah. i ain't gonna get into it you know what i mean but i just don't remember how but we, we led up about, like sexuality about. preferences yeah i think like so that. okay and just how I guess family members will feel, or um, just you and yourself, how you felt about um, coming out, mm-hmm. and how the family dealt with it. Right. And I've never spoke a word about it. Right. Over the years, until that day, I guess when we had when we had family and friends over um, for the little luncheon, and I said, "Well, when I figured it out, or you know, you told us, and we really seen it, and I seen it, and I accepted it." I was, I blamed myself a lot for that because I felt that me being a girly girl and uh, just uh, being an older sister, I felt that I failed you in some type of way of not, you know, just not showing you I felt the right way to be and the right way to go as a bigger sister. I just felt that I, I let you down and that I, that I should have spent more, maybe more time with you and stuff like that. Cause I was kind of hard on you growing up and stuff like that. So I just felt like, dang, I, I think I let my sister down. Or maybe if I was around more, 
if I had hair with me more, if I had a shoulder more, stuff like that, I just felt that that wouldn't happen. And you know what, sis? Like, I don't know. But let me, let me, let me, let me ask you this though. When I was growing up, like I was always tomboyish. You just never thought like, yeah, like my little sister, she might be. No, that's we didn't. And this is in the eighties, so we didn't right. back then. We really didn't when it came to um, being like openly gay, mm-hmm. and genders, all that stuff wasn't going on. Back wasn't right. a thing. So right. usually, if people. Uh, were like that, they went until they got older, uh, and then it was like, Oh, did you hear about such and such? They this and that now. Like, oh, but nobody never really talked about mm-hmm. it right. in the 80s, 70s. Nobody was talking about, um, as far as your gender or mm-hmm. your sexual preference. Mm-hmm. Now, we might have had some family members that was around, and you kind of said, pss, 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 Right, you know, Uncle such and such or Auntie this and that, right? You know what I mean. Um, it's this and that, but we never talked about it. Right. So, and at that time when it's never being talked about, and now it's hitting you right here in your face, what do you do? Exactly. It's totally different. It's yeah. totally different. And so, me, um, just being the the young lady that I was growing up, I just felt when it she did come the, out, she was the shit. <laughs> when it did come out, I she brags on you all the time. So I believe that she was the shit. Sis. <laughs> I did. Yeah, definitely was I beautiful. Just, I, just, I just felt that you know, you know, maybe I should have tried harder. Maybe I should have kept you closer to me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, when it was time when you had your little dresses on and your hair was done, and you decided to go into the parking lot and play football <laughs> with the boys. <laughs> maybe I should have like snatched you up. Like, no, we don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Look at your shirt. Look at your, you know, look at your dress. Ponytails was all bull crazy and stuff like that. Maybe I should have just paid a little bit more attention um, to you. So when it came out, I felt angry um, and just mostly at myself because I just said, hey, I'm the big sister, just my little sister. I'm supposed to be an example for her. Right. I feel like my big sister shares some of those same sentiments. But and that's the conversation that we were having when we were just in Tallahassee and mm-hmm. you fell asleep on the couch and we were having I wasn't a whole sister to, conversation. I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> supposed to be there and I told you like you need to leave me here in this hotel room. I said that. That's fine. Yeah, I but said I that. also that was wanted you to be there because I wanted them to be able to have that time with you to get to know you more. They but know but but now do you do you feel like it is just a part of who your sister is and you've like extracted that ownership off of you or do you still feel like you have to deal with that that ownership of like if I would have held her closer to me if I would have spent more time with her like maybe you know whatever whatever or do you just feel like this is a part of who she is it is what it is. And we it's missed the signs that I can growing change. up. Because I don't, think, I don't think we missed the signs because the signs was always very good. Yeah. Even when she was a little book. Yeah. I got a picture right now where it's just like, dang, you know, just like that. Or here's yeah. corn rose going back. <laughs> stuff like that. With the red jacket? With the red jacket. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, um, even um, when she was a little bit younger than that, and mommy had her in like this pretty little flower, little uh, shirt. Right no, not that. Uh, and with those uh, shorts, and he was standing. We was he was standing on our brother Will's grandmother and grandfather's porch. Mm-hmm. She had to stick up like I'm gonna smack you with it. Like yeah, you know? I remember that picture. And I was like just looking back of some of the things she did, even her mannerisms as yeah. a young child. 
you know, it, it was there. It was presence. But I, like, like I said, said, at that time, mm-hmm. we just didn't uh, talk about things like that. Yeah. Right? Um, and I guess we just didn't. We just didn't talk about it. It wasn't as understood right. or accepted back then. It definitely then. wasn't un- accepted. Mm-hmm. Early 80s, late 90s, early 90s. Like, no. That's when know. people was coming out on the Ricky Lake show. Right, right. Like, that's when Oprah and yeah, everybody. was trying to get a grip yeah. on it. But I feel like it was being exploited more than anything. Right, right. Just for your ratings to go up. Like, oh, this is the new thing that's trending. and Right, because it did start um, I, when, when I graduated in 90. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple friends that I had. That was seniors, you know, and it was a good friend of mine. I, I, he all, he always told us that his girl went to another high school. His girlfriend, he would buy her all this stuff and this and that. And he'd be like, "Yeah, I bought my girlfriend a Sherlink." This is when they was all. So I'm telling you how long ago that was. She don't know about no Sherlink. A Sherlink, a Sherlink is a coat. Remember you another coat with fur, fur on it. it. Yeah, it was real heavy. Uh, like you can see it on like the. Self-destruction. I thought it was a necklace. <laughs> Yeah. No, no. Unique <laughs> had one on in in one of those episodes uh, of um, the power, which the, the, one, fr- the power Canaan f- joint, right? Mm-hmm. He on Canaan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So them type, them type of coats, old would, school leather joints. We'd be on the bus going to school and stuff, and he would always talk about his girlfriend. He buy all this stuff. It's twelfth grade year, so we did. Me and him did a, a fashion show together, and he had on the leather pants, and I had on my outfit, and we hosted it or whatever, whatever. So all the other, my other friends that. was like, "And eh, no, your boy gay," and I'm like, "No, no, 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 he ain't." Uh-huh, that's why I got the leather pants on. I said, "Eddie Murphy wears leather leather pants, and exactly. Eddie Murphy ain't gay," because this is the early nineties, right? Right. Like, nah. So anyway, fast forward, we all graduated. We all didn't graduate. I see him downtown, and he had a bright orange uh, summer outfit on with an orange purse to match. <laughs> and sure I enough, died in downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and on and top it, of that, they proved you wrong because when you said Eddie Murphy, yes, was the latest, yes. what was the song that you always say Eddie Murphy made? Put your mouth on oh, me. Yes! <laughs> I was, but see, even then, as a even then, as a friend, when I seen that, I, it affected me. Yeah. Because he, it, you know, what I mean, this is a friend of mine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, first of all, like, what happened? Right. And I defended you all this time. Right. Well, like, why you couldn't true. tell me? Yeah. Like, give me a heads up. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just felt like I just missed all the marks. With yeah. That. Because I would be on the bus and he'd be just telling me this and come to find out the girlfriend that he was always talking about was really his sister. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's oh, up. Oh, man. Well, at least it wasn't too much of a lie. So how was it for you as a big sister, like going through her stages? Because like she said, she's already told a story of her coming out and being pregnant all at the same time. And like she referenced giving your mom a heart attack almost how was it for you as a big sister seeing her go through all the stages of first of all coming out and being pregnant and then navigating through having a child and having all of the well i don't know how many different girlfriends you had i mean we've talked about it but not like but around them at that time right my sister i want to say at first maybe one it was like robin like in the beginning but you she said the name? Oh, we got a disclaimer. Yeah. And Mace's voice. I forgot. <laughs> uh, so, with that, 
um, like I said, I really didn't know what to do. I just felt hurt about it. But at that time, as I look back, it wasn't about me, but it was about me. Yeah. But you never, I mean, at first I'll say shit was weird between me, you and mommy. You know what I'm saying? Especially the way that mommy walked in on me. And I know she probably confided that in, mm-hmm. in you as well. So yes, like, like shit was weird, but I mean, it was a little weird, but I feel like once I had the baby, I'm not even going to say that. I feel like I was always at your house though. Still like when I was pregnant, I feel like things was weird at first, but we kind of like got into a groove. Like, I feel like like me and mom, me and mom, my mom was like, I don't know what you do with you right now. I'm going to need some space. <laughs> I feel like you, even though you might have felt a certain type of way, I I really remember me being at your house like a lot. I was watching Jane. I was watching, you know what I'm saying, Dinker. You was coming in the house with the Henny shots in your purse. We didn't know how you was getting them there. Whole glass full Henny. Yeah, right. So, um, because I, and this is just me and, and my personality as far as I look at my family and close friends. I always felt like, no matter what, I got to keep going. I can't show nobody, you know what I mean, that I'm weakness. weak. I can't yeah. show nobody that that weakness in me. Or, or they didn't or, make you feel some type of way. I, or it, it was just like back then, I had, was going through my own issues. So yeah. I was in my mm-hmm. early 20s. And, and I had a lot on me, even at being 20. I had my own stuff that I was going through. Mm-hmm. And I had to deal with that was a lot. So as far as me being 21, 20, 21, having my son and then the issues after that uh, to where, and I still had everybody in the family, you know, I felt like I'm not leader. Yeah. So if you the leader and you want to be a good leader, you don't let other people, you you, you know, everybody else see you sweat. Right, right. You Mm -hmm. don't let them see you sweat. And even at that time, even though I was in my early 20s, a lot of people uh, looked up to me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I think it was just because of how I handled things, but it also made me very like rigid and stern. And I will, you know, but I always I did say rigid, I say tough, tough, yeah. but I always took care of if you needed me, I was there no matter what, even though I really didn't know what to do, right? Nick or right. how to do it. I said, you know, forget it. This is my sister, I just got to roll with it. Even though that's why I never said nothing to right, five right. Years later, I always just kept it to myself. Shoot, five, try 25, 35, like years, 30 I years later. So, wait a minute, how old was Naja? I'll say like 20 some years. Like, since you held that in for a long time, I was hungry. Now, I'll say 23 years because everything happened when I was pregnant. So, I want to say around that time. Naja was probably like and we both and you gotta remember in our early twenties we pregnant at the same time yeah like them a year pregnant, apart I got pregnant and she was pregnant you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and that's crazy you and my two. sister and how many years apart are y'all six, six. oh really six years, okay there's six years between all, uh, all of us like there's six years between me and my sister and there's six years between her, her and, and my brother yeah. but there's twelve years between me and my brother right so mm-hmm. when he was little as a baby. I had him all the time. Mm-hmm. Then I'm watching her. Right. You know what I mean, my mom worked all the time. See, mm-hmm. the difference in my family is my two bigger sisters are only a year and eleven days apart, mm-hmm. and they had babies back to back, back to back, back to back. But they were back a lot to back younger though. Too. Yeah, my oldest sister had her first baby at twelve. 
My middle sister had her first baby at 13. I was seven years old. So the age difference between me and my oldest sister, my oldest sister just turned 40. I'll be 37 this year. Mm -hmm. So what she'll be 41 this year. So it's four years. Mm -hmm. So not as big of an age difference, but I feel like, like you said, like I said earlier, she shares a lot of the same sentiments as you do when it comes to that leadership role and feeling like she failed me because it was something that she didn't do. And that was the conversation that we were having. Mm -hmm. And I kind of just reassured her, like it had nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. Like you were the big sister to me that you could be Mm -hmm. at that time. You also had your own responsibilities because you had a baby at 12 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm seven years old and I'm becoming an auntie, but at the same time I'm seven years old and I'm going up the street to play house with, my homegirl up the street and both of us is mommies. Mm-hmm. So we knew what we was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like it had nothing to do with you, whether you felt like that's because, and, 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 that's, that's because it's the place of, of the heart. Uh, yeah. It's the place of the heart and um, just that, you know, like tribal thing, like you yeah. have to take care of and and I get it. I feel like that's the role of a big uh, the the role that a Anybody big sister is, takes. Yeah, because my mom worked a lot when we were young. Like she worked double shifts a lot, and so and so was our mom then. So I'm the one. And there was a lot of time that was missing within our moms, and you picked, you know, as a big sister, your sister picked up the slack. Y'all did like y'all picked up. Did the, the cooking, did the cleaning, mm-hmm. did the taking care. Oh, did but the... Mo, Mo made me clean. God damn it, this going to be cleaned up. We, we we had a clean up type of family right. structure, period. Our, our, family, go for that. our family structure, and I can say that we were uh, blessed because on both sides, we had two sets of grandparents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had our mom and our dad, even yeah. though they got divorced. They always co-parented. Mm-hmm. Was they never argued back and forth with us? We as as being a young child and her being little, we would get on the bus and go all the way to the other side of town to mm-hmm. Pittsburgh and go on the bus and go because it'd be my dad's weekend with our little suitcases. Yeah, yeah. our little suitcases. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, he never, and, and even him, he had you know he was with someone else or stepmom. She has what six kids? Yeah. She had six kids, which was older than us. Right. You know, what I mean, we all got along good. We all had to clean up. And everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. Up. Oh yeah. I heard everybody, them stories. Yeah, I, I mean, heard them stories. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was cracking up one night. Babe told me about the Tomate. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you better rinse them plates Play off, right? Because you gonna get. We trying to make Don't us have Tomate poison, right? <laughs> Did you watch these dishes up. in the cold water? Put a little bit of bleach in the water, Kelly. Yeah, like, yeah. They, our, our, our family didn't. Our family didn't. Everybody clean. Yeah, like, we, we did. We were very on both. Like I said, yeah. on both sides, we was blessed uh, with two sets of grandparents, aunts and uncles, and we, you know, we got to spend time with everybody. Like yeah. we got spent time with everybody. And I feel like that's even though. You know what I'm saying? We went through the things that we went through, like growing up and me coming out. I'll say this, like you held that, you held, you held that shit in. I feel, I feel like you never, you never really treated me different. There was one incident that we all fell out. That was, that's a whole other story where I kind of felt like alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like nobody stuck up for me. 
But besides that, though, like I said, like you had me in your house. Like I never knew you felt that felt that felt a certain type of way until 23 years later. Later, like I watched Dinker. Once I had my son, we watched each other's kids. I remember you used to perm my hair. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we we got we got along. You know, like I never knew that. You had, we, that you, was the, that was what, what we had to do. That's what we had. That's what I had to do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that I felt that that was my duty, and um, you know, we'll get past it and let's go. We couldn't. We couldn't stay stagnant and just stay stuck. Right. You know, and I had to deal with it the best way I knew how. Right. So I never said nothing. I just just picked up the slack and kept going, even though I had my own issues working. I had to work through it myself. Well, sister, I feel back in the day. I, I, I learned a lot from you. Mm-hmm. Being with men, boys, like having my boyfriends at the time, and uh, I feel like I lost track when I started messing with girls. But dudes, though, like, I was on it. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, yeah, like, you my watch sister. Watch yeah, like, one of my sisters, the shit. You know what I mean? Uh, she already told me we um, we make sure that they we, we, we taking care of around here. And the, and the guys that I mess with... Take care of yourself. Yeah, you, know, you got to take, take care of me. Take care of yourself. I don't know, no matter what you're doing. Right. You know, you and ain't nobody going, yeah, ain't nobody going to be out here talking about me. So for one, I never was, no, no like yeah. sleeping around with a lot of people and stuff like that. And I did, like, I learned that from like, what? Like, no, like my sister. And I never wanted to embarrass you like that, neither. That was one of the reasons why when I did start doing my dirt, like being in them streets and stuff like that, that's why I left the North Side. If you ain't never seen me on no north side of no bars over there slinging said, nothing, touching to nothing. My sister, my sister was over there. Yeah, like my sister and them was over there. Like I had a lot of respect for you. And back then, even though I was younger than you, I feel like you had a lot of respect for me, even though you, you felt the way that you felt. And I love you for that. Yeah, man. And I needed that back then, too, more than we you didn't really ever know. Yeah, like We didn't really back then articulate stuff and, and talk about it. It was just right. like we just we just gonna keep let's just let's keep moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So so was we'll there... watch uh, a movie that we watched a thousand times together. Yeah. Yeah. So was there ever a time that you felt like you came around to accepting it or do you feel like you accept it now or I mean I know y'all have a relationship now because y'all talk every day. Right. But like how do you feel about it now? Like where are you at with it now? Do you feel the type of way or do you not? Do you think about it? Does it bother no, you? I don't even think about it or does it bother me because we're in a new age and time. Right. Um, with As far as that issue. So there's no need. But when it first came out, there was a big issue about it. Any embarrassment, now, though? I embarrassed the family. No. Well, I, I, don't pre- think, I don't think she did. You know what I mean? Besides, besides your uh, sexual preference, um, yeah, other stuff might have embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I was, I was off the chain. I feel like, in a way, though, um, because we did grow up Seventh Day Adventist, we did grow up in the church. Like, mommy's not here to speak for it, but I feel like if her being a mom and being, you know what I'm saying, had taken those religious steps and stuff like that. I more than likely probably did. You know, she had some embarrassing moments until she was able to come to terms and grasp 
how she was going to deal with me as her child as well, mm-hmm. because she's like, shit, in the end, this is my child. I'm yeah, going to have to learn how to love her. You know what I'm saying? And, and take her where she's at. And, and, and because I was how she really felt, felt about it. Because right. she never did say anything about it. Mm-hmm. She wasn't. She wasn't. And I'm, sur- and rocking I'm surprised with me I at, said. She wasn't so. rocking with, with it at first. Like, we've had some conversations. I'll say this. She never said nothing mean or nasty. You know how some people's mom can be really just you nasty mother. I'll you know disown I mean? you, blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, like I will. I can ne- I can not no definitely child of mine. Yeah, I say that. Nobody She's nobody never. In the did that no, no, no. Yeah. That's probably because we probably said, yeah, boo was bad as hell. Back in the day. Like, like, like West people like, really probably sat around and thought about it. Boo boo, yeah. terrorist. <laughs> it was a menace. That was her. <laughs> well, I appreciate you for accepting me because we do. I, I love you and you know what I'm saying? I love y'all relationship now and I feel like y'all are in a place now. Like me and Babe have had some conversations and mm-hmm. she tells me a lot of things and I'm just glad that y'all are able to have this relationship now and be able to have this conversation mm-hmm. and get out feelings and thoughts that she probably never even heard you say. No. You know what I mean? And it, it shocked me when I had heard her say that. And it did. It definitely made me feel a certain type of way. And no, since you didn't fail me, you definitely schooled me. Um, and, 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 and me watching you and, and listening to you, you definitely taught me how to maneuver, you know, with my boyfriends. I'll say that. <laughs> Once I started messing with women, it was something totally different. You would have been disappointed. I was soft. I was soft, <laughs> soft, soft. But uh, just being an adult, being a being a woman, taking care of myself, uh, trying to navigate being a young mother. Um, anytime I needed a place to stay, you was always there. Uh, and I do like I, I love you for that. And even though, like I said, like I never knew that you felt like that. Um, I'm just glad that you know what I'm saying you yeah, was there, yeah, and, and you fucking stuck it. it out with me. And I'm and I'm hoping that a lot of y'all people that's out there listening, you know, pass this pass this message on. Like you allowed to feel a certain type of way. Sometimes you may not understand it, but look at me and my sis now, man. What fifty? What is you fifty? Fifty one. I'll be fifty two. Fifty one. About to be fifty two. And looking August, like she thirty. I'll be forty six. Looking like she twenty five. People ask, telling her to pull out her ID because they ain't believe it. But you know, years later, we still here, man. We all we yeah. got. And at the end of the day, um, what I can say is one of the biggest lessons. I hope um, just everybody like in in the family and, and how they look at me is that I get it done in the winter and no matter what, we stick together. Right. We don't got time for all the other stuff. Um, just deal with each other. Everybody's an individual. Respect that. And if you can't understand it to sit back and try to just try you know to see that how the other person is you know is and just try to understand it mm-hmm. and don't jump to conclusions or take them for where they're at take them for where they're at most definitely i love you sis love you too all right we got, we got about two minutes left do you want to tell people about your foundation yes 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 so once again, I am Monique Flyers, the executive director of the Shirley Flyers Being Courage Foundation. This foundation was created in my mother's memory of all the things and work that she's done in her community and in her church and in um, her job workplace. She worked for the Pittsburgh Public Schools in the Office of Technology for 30 years, and she retired um, six months before she passed away. Right. So once she retired... Um, I said, how can I carry on my mother's legacy? 
and I created the Shirley Flores Bay Encouraged Foundation with the Building Senior Communications, where we focus on the senior citizens throughout Allegheny County and has sponsorship with the City of Pittsburgh, Parks and Recreations, where I go into the senior centers and I help connect the dots through technology. So, so proud of you, sis. So tell people how to support sure. your foundation if they're interested and where they can follow and all that good stuff. You can always go online to my website page, and that is sfbeencouraged.org. Org, right mm -hmm. so you can always go on there check out the website and read a little bit about the story in detail and uh, there's a donation page on there as well that you can donate in a store well. with all the be encouraged foundation merchandise we'll have to bring you back sis so that you can talk about just the foundation oh yeah we had somebody that we wanted to connect you with that wanted to do a non-profit yeah mm -hmm. i can't remember what Black we'll Prodigy. To, we'll have to, you know what I'm saying? We'll set have to it get, up. get it, set it up. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have up. to set it up. But sis, we definitely appreciate you coming out and chilling with us. She's the only sober person on here right <laughs> She now. is. Because we went and had <laughs> drinks two, three times. We went to Happy Hour. We had tacos and shit and a whole bunch of other good stuff. But sis, once again, I love you. Podcast listeners, we love you out there. Please take everything that we're saying to you as of right now in this episode and apply it, man. Apply it. If you're out there struggling with one of your family members, man, work that shit out today. We're going to wrap it up, though, baby. Take us home. All right. We love y'all. Hope you tune in next week for another episode of Brown Liquor. I hope this episode encouraged you to stay connected to your family members, no matter what their sexual preferences are. Make sure y'all tune in next week for another episode of Brown Liquor, and we'll be back next week, y'all. Boom. Make sure you Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure you check back in with us every Saturday for new episodes. Follow us on all of our social media for updates and events. And make sure you rate and review this episode wherever you're listening. If you have an event coming up and you need hosts for your event, hit us up. We just might be open and available. Make sure you share this episode with anybody that can use the information and insight that we shared in this episode. And stay tuned for more Brown Liquor Greatness.